0: Hey guys, welcome to AwesomeCast, the show where we get geeky, talk tech, social media, and more with the local nerds that use it right here in Pittsburgh EA for the most part. Uh, definitely tonight, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter, proprietor of podcasting, uh, purveyor of pods. I'm working on that one. Uh, Up here in the Mayhem studio in Pittsburgh, PA. Also with me on the line from his home command center is John Chachilla at Chilla on the Twitters. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. How are you? All right. All right. And also with us, joining us uh, for the first time in 2015, is your Uncle Crappy that works for a... uh, Non-disclosed dead tree publication in the city. The uh, green one,
1: not not the red one, but the green one. Oh yes, okay, the green
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> At Uncle Crappy on the Twitters, uh, Mike Pound, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Happy happy to be here on the the uh, Sorgatron Media Empire.
0: I, started, I saw you started the awesome cast party uh, already. He's drinking away there. What, what are you drinking for the for the beer fanatics out um, there?
1: I started with something light, and I'll, I will show you that because I have one more candidate. I'm going to finish this one. This this is a monster. This is a huge archer from Anderson Valley in California. Bourbon barrel aged Russian imperial stout. I didn't really pay attention to this until I opened the bottle. 13.5%. Uh, so we were kind of talking about wine before Oof. we started. That's that's about uh, wine strength in And I'm about halfway through that bottle. So I I should be pretty entertaining (laughs) by the time the show's over.
0: Oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, Of course, this is your awesome cast for the week. Uh, We do this here live every Tuesday about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time or so. Depends on how we're talking movies. Uh, Our our unfortunate co-host has a very... Uh, a deadline-specific job sometimes. I'm very familiar with that environment over there. Uh, so we try not to give him too much grief when he comes in a little late, but that's all right. It gave uh, it gave Uncle Crappy a, a little bit of a head start on the drinking. Um, you can also check us out at awesomecast.net where you can find links for stuff we talk about, especially products you can check out and support the show through affiliate links through amazon.com. Uh, actually, just I know I was a little late with it, but I did get the link up there for the drone that we talked about last week, the starter drone, because um, I never remember it. I found it in the notes when I was setting up today. Uh, so go check that out. And there's a bunch of other products that we talked about over the week. And I have links to the shows where we talked about them. And most of the shows have um, time codes. So you can go in and find out exactly where we talked about it and, and get the lowdown on what's going on. You can also drop us an email with any thoughts, awesome things of the week, or anything else at awesomecastsorgatronmedia.com. At Tweet us at awesomecast. Find awesomecast on Facebook and Google. Plus. And please subscribe and rate us whenever possible. Often, vote often, vote early, vote often, vote, vote every day. YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. So let's get started with our awesome things of the week. And Chill, it looks like you got something spiffy going on here.
2: Yeah, I do. Um, as a, as a long time iPad user, obviously, um, one of the things I'm always looking for is a better keyboard because I use my device a lot to respond to email or to do different things for work. Um, So I actually picked up the Zag Slimbook, and it's a newer, it's, they have it for the iPad 2, or the iPad Air 2, the iPad Air, and a handful of other iPad devices, trying to look at their website right now to see what other devices, and the Mini 2 and 3. Um, So one of the things that this device does extremely well that most other companies haven't figured out is, It allows you to take the iPad off the keyboard and kind of pull it apart for those of you watching the video. Um, It has extremely strong magnets to stick it back together. It'll click into place. You get a nice 135 degree angle off um, when tilting. Uh, And one of the things, the other things that I really like about it is if you pull it apart and you kind of flip it around, it gives you the ability to kind of use it as a video display so you can just kind of set it there and it props the iPad up on a nice angle um, and it actually fully closed the hinge closes in in the reverse um, with the iPad flipped around um, so it's kind of in a just book reading format so you can keep carrying your keyboard um, the keyboard I will say is a bit heavy in fact It is about the same weight as the Air 2,
1: Hmm.
2: Um, which the Air 2 is pretty light. But when you sacrifice that weight, you get, and I I, I can't even believe, oh, I just started playing music. Um, I can't believe this, but they're they're claiming um, two years of battery life. Wow. Um, so you shouldn't have to recharge the keyboard, and I, and I, I want to. I'm, I'm just not going to charge it and really see. But two years in between charges.
1: I, I would be skeptical about two years. <laughs> Me too. Probably, but I, but I tell you what. Even just listening to you with the magnets, that sounds substantial. That's that's that looks really nice.
2: Yes. Um, so it's it's ultra. It is it is thin, but it's mm-hmm. dense. Okay. Um, And the other thing that I like about it is the keys, you can turn on the backlight. So they are backlit for dark
1: situations, which is nice.
2: You get your typical um, iOS hotkeys along the top with your search and browser and um, lock the screen, um, that kind of stuff. Um, Key spacing is actually extremely nice. Um, The keys are kind of soft um, to the touch. And obviously, having the tactile feedback is nice. So, so far, a day in or three days in, actually, um, I'm pretty darn happy. Um, and I'm not seeing much additional drain on the iPad's battery, which I've seen with some other other keyboards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has the key, it has the uh, built-in magnets too. So when you shut it, the iPad screen shuts off, which saves power too. Um, that's one of the things. I saw on the clam case it didn't always shut off the screen and the screen would stay active um, and unfortunately while I really like the clam case design um, the shell started to crack about a month in um, oh, wow. so that kind of bummed me out about that one um, but the, the other thing is is like I said the way they designed this is that the iPad actually sits in a plastic shell as well
1: um,
2: mm-hmm. which is it's a it's a decent Plastic, typical case. Um, nothing on the front to cover it when it's not in the keyboard, but it does. It doesn't add any substantial weight to the device um, when you don't have it attached to the keyboard, which is nice. So it's pretty lightweight. So I will keep you posted on any other things I find with it, we'll check I'll let you know two years from now. will we'll check back in two my years. Calendar. Yeah, <laughs> to see if I had to recharge it. <laughs>
0: nice nice um, I'm setting up a last-minute
1: kind of change up here I realize uh, uh, uncle crappy what do you have here I, I I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm debating whether or whether not to call this uh, actually an awesome thing because I'm a little bit dubious about how this will actually work but it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it, we all we all have we all know people on Facebook like this you know you, you see a post from the onion you see it, uh, something else that is an obvious satirical post and we, we have friends that will leave comments like, this can't be real. Is this real? Is it really? Is this real? Um, Facebook, um, they, there was some discussion of them addressing this uh, a few months ago by marking satirical posts as such, marking them as satire. Um, something that they announced on, on the, the Facebook's uh, newsroom blog today uh, is they're going to give users the ability to mark posts as, um, as not factual. Um, and, and, and at first blush, I think this is, a, you know, this is a good thing, it's going to save some trouble, and, and perhaps uh, to help out some folks who struggle with what might be real and, and what isn't. Um, I'm concerned, however, and this, is, this is where my hesitation lies, I'm concerned about um, the, the people, the Facebook users... Uh, seem to be uh, less worried about expressing their, their you know, their, their, opinions and their, their, uh, their political thoughts and, and beliefs, and I'm, I'm curious about how this is going to go when, when say I see a post that I simply just I don't agree with, mm-hmm. um, not, not something that I, that I think is going to be. Uh, that I think is 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 factually incorrect, but it's like, oh, that's that's crap. I don't I don't I don't believe that stuff at all. Uh, I don't I don't believe what um, I don't agree with the what the what this article says. So do I go ahead and mark it as not factual? Um, I'm I'm not sure how this is going to work. Uh, Facebook, to its credit, says it's not going to remove these posts. It's not going to get into um, actual moderation and 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 making determinations about whether or not posts are accurate. But they will if if there is a preponderance of uh, people marking a post as, as, uh, as inaccurate or not factual, um, they, Facebook will ding uh, whoever made the post will, will ding the source so it, it, it uh, appears in fewer places. Um, I, I, I wanted to bring it up. I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not sure this is an awesome thing or not. Um, it could be. Uh, it, it could also be a, a royal pain in the butt. Uh, but it, it's an interesting thing, that and it's interesting that Facebook is, is taking steps to address this. Um, And I'm I'm curious to see, hopefully we won't have to wait two years like when John's keyboard runs out of juice to find out how this goes.
2: Um, Hopefully it'll be interesting. I'm hoping, to your point, that it it isn't just people marking things as fakes or hoaxes Mm -hmm. um, just to kind of cause them to drop off. And you talked about the poster, if if it is fake or a hoax, the, the poster would be dinged. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they have the same type of thing for the person that
1: mismarks the something that's that's factual, I, I and would, they get dinged I in would some like way. to see that as well. But I I, I, I have to think that that's not going to be the case. Since I mean, this this uh, the, the post on the on the Facebook blog says we are we are not reviewing content. We are making and not making a determination on content's accuracy. So it doesn't sound like they're going to get into the business of, of, you know, someone's going to be sitting there looking at this post and saying, okay, what what does this say? Uh, we're not Facebook is not doing any fact checking. Um, it's gonna it's gonna let the, the the users decide whether or not this is, uh, a particular post is accurate or not. Um, and and the potential for abuse there is, I, I, I think, a very real thing.
0: But oh. the fact that Facebook generally is is very, <clears throat> like you have an identity. Like it's not oh. like something else where where you can create, and they're cracking down a lot of fake identities, even the point where, you know, transgenders are having problems, right? So yeah. so, yeah. so, do you think that accountability is going to help kind of keep it from it? Keep that from happening, maybe? Um, I mean, Facebook has insane algorithms for this kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, and, of course, we won't know until it doesn't work, right? Um, <laughs> right. I mean, right. The, <laughs> I, ideally, if this thing works well, we'll never know about
1: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... You'll, you at some point you will, uh, you know, you'll you'll wake up six months from now and realize, you know, I'm not seeing as much crap in in, in my in my stream and, right. and why is that? And then we, I might remember this conversation, I might not, um, and that's that's ideally how how it should work. Um, I, I'm just, I, I I think I would still. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm unusual in that I look at Facebook and I think, okay, that's not real. Uh, this one satire, this one satire. There, there are clearly people who who, who, uh, who struggle with those issues. Um, I, I'd rather would make use of the mute button or, or unfollowing people. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that seems to help more than than, uh, than any kind of stuff like this. But, but we'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah, yeah certainly. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, uh, they're creating a hell of an experience there. And I know there's been a lot of discussion about what they're doing even for the advertiser side. It's like, well, okay, now we have to do what now to for people to actually see us. Right. Um so no I, I think I think uh, uh they're trying to mold their environment and make sure there isn't a lot of crap going on. Um mm-hmm. which I think is great, you know. Um so we, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I can't wait to see that button start to pop up. So. Yes. Yes. But, um I guess the biggest issue, I guess the biggest issue that, that comes to my mind is 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 political issues, right?
1: That, that's and that's exactly where and that's that's the stuff, um, that's the, that's the hot button stuff. That is where, right. that is the thing that that causes me to you know to uh, you know turn off things that people who would otherwise be friends um, or in, in, in a couple cases, you know I just I just I just don't want to, I don't want to see it um, and it's right. easy enough for me to to, to 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 turn them off.
0: Right. Also um, also handy if
1: you're tired of baby pictures. Yes. Yes. Also that. Um, but but it, it's uh, that that's where the abuse will come. And, yeah, and yeah. there are there are people. Um, I, I I tend to hold my political beliefs pretty close to the vest. Um, but but you know we all we all know people uh, who are vocal uh, and vocal on both sides. And those are the folks who will who will. Uh, I wonder if they have the opportunity. Um, you know if you if you uh, take something. That's posted from Limbasha, or if you take something that's posted from the Daily Kos, and mark it as inaccurate because just because you don't like what the what the what the post what what the content is, Um, we'll see. So it's almost like it'll become a dislike button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 and, geez, why can't Facebook do that? I mean, it would be a lot easier. (laughs) Just that's probably the most honest approach. I don't like this. you know, and you can you can sort of do that now, but it's 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 uh, you know you, you have to go through a couple of different windows and, and it's get it's that
0: yeah it's that granular approach, right? Yeah. It's Like, oh, okay, yeah. good. Why don't you? Or and, or even it will ask you if say, I don't want to see this. I'm like, oh, why is that? Yeah. You know, and maybe that's where it comes from because I think my, one of one of the selections is this is not a factual thing. Maybe they saw a lot of those and maybe they're like, well, mm-hmm. maybe that should be a, a grander option, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that sample brings something like this to the top, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it very very interesting to see so um, hey uh, while we're in this zone I, I wanted yes. to follow up on an awesome thing uh, actually I think it was app of the week that you brought up John um, I, I know we were conversing online uh, duet display that we used last week um, mm-hmm. I wonder if I can pull out a picture up now I'm thinking about it uh, but it, it's the application is duet is about $15 you, you download it on your iPad uh, for $15 and, and, and you go to the site, you download a little zip file and put it, put it on there. It puts a little bug in your system tray. It works on Macs, iPads. So, but you have to be tethered. So I, and you saw, I'm using this to kind of extend my desk space and really stretch out at coffee shops lately. <laughs> I'm sure I look ridiculous as I'm hooking this thing up, um, and, and see how much space I'm taking up, but it's, it works very, really well. Um, you know, having the laptop and throwing it on, uh, Throwing tweet deck over, or I've actually had a few uh, videos like sitting on my laptop. And I don't like the stream stuff in a coffee shop. I feel like that's kind of rude, you know. Mm-hmm. To, especially if it's a, it's not a Starbucks that has crazy Google internet. Um, so I'll just throw the video over there. Even to the point where I'll 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 put my 5S phone next to it, and I'll throw the video on that. And have it just sit next to my computer, just propped up a little bit, and then I, I have a little, little TV, like you know, in the corner of my eyes. That I can sort of have on in the background while, while I'm working away. Um, it works really well. I do. It's not laggy, but the mouse doesn't feel as I don't know loose. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. there, there, there's like a mil, like a little bit of of, of <laughs> when you get your mouse over to that side. Uh, but generally, it works good. Like I don't I don't expect it to be a full on work area. Um, and it works really well for me. So, unfortunately, you can only connect one device at a time. So, my now, vision.
2: It, how does the touchscreen thing work?
0: Um, basically, when you touch it, I didn't get too much into it to see if there's any gestures. But basically, wherever you touch it, your mouse just goes there. Okay. So, it, it's one of those. And I, I know I've dealt with this a little bit. Like, going from LogMeIn to TeamViewer, it, it handles your gestures to mouse ratio really different um and it's kind of more towards the team viewer way of doing things i guess Um, if you're familiar with that Uh, so it's fine not terribly functional kind of nice to be able to reach over and and click on on a thing and and have that kind of array kind of thing you 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 know me and my setups here i love arrays of screens in front Mm -hmm. of me to feed me all this information uh here in the studio and, and just working in general so um, but no it, it works out really well. I definitely recommend it I, if you think you can get some benefit about turning your iPad or an old iPad. It would install an older version on my iPad 1, uh, but it crashes every time I try to open it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was I was really hoping that just makes that a permanent iPad screen up on my desk upstairs, but alas. So, um we uh, did you have a chance did you did you pick it up, Chiller? I don't know. You're I didn't pick
2: it up yet because I have to move some stuff around. I don't have any more monitor space. <laughs> <'Cause I> have, <laughs> Just stack them. Yeah, thir- I have two. I have a 32-inch monitor and a 27-inch monitor, and then off to the side of that, I have the 13-inch Air. Mm-hmm. Nice. So nice. to 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 go and do something, I, I'd be using the space where my keyboard and mouse sits. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'd have to run an extra long USB cable around. So I'm going to have to move some stuff around and see, see what know, I can come up with. You don't really
0: work mobile, but I mean, what if you're like, at the laptop and you're watching, watching the kid and, and you need that extra screen space downstairs, you know? I, I think that's and, more... And
2: that's where it may come in handy. The, yeah, the one yeah. thing that's kind of tough is for work, I VPN into work from my MacBook. And I run a virtual machine of Windows to do that. But it's still, that screen's not gonna be any larger than the 13 inches I have to work with on the air. So mm-hmm. it, it'd be nice if I, to your point, like if I wanted to keep deck up or something else at the same time when I'm downstairs. Um, but to expand the usable workspace, it may not be, for, for work purposes, for leisure and enjoyment, it would right. definitely come in handy.
0: Right. Um, also we had a submission, uh, Doug Durda, uh, should I drink com is his podcast. Please go check it out. Uh, that we talked about beer earlier. He sent me this one. I, I guess they were looking at this at, at, at his workplace. Um, it's, uh, be my eyes.org. No weird spellings. It's be my eyes.org. Um, and it's an app that will, it, well, their tagline is lend your eyes to the blind. And, and that's basically what it does. It seems too. um, it actually so a blind person has the app on their phone and you know of course we have whatever other assistance going on there um and they send a request and me as a sighted person has this on the other end and uh i'll receive a request and i guess it just streams live video what they're looking at and we get to convey what they're looking at so you are literally literally lending your eyes to
1: to this blind person to see what's hey. going on is there a background
2: check on this? Or- that's
1: what I have, that has oh, to be right. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's probably not a bad idea. It it it's a really cool thing though. I mean, if in and, and the site mentions this, if the blind person is in in some place that's not familiar, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just uh, it matches you up with a with a volunteer, hopefully someone who's you know not going to make someone do something dumb, but uh, so so you can take a look around and 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 give them a hand getting where they need to be.
2: Well, you know, cause, and the only reason I bring it up is because I saw a picture of this, and the example that they were using was they were trying to read the expiration date on a thing of milk,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which
2: if if you lied to them, that'd be a pretty cruel cruel thing to do. If they're they then start yeah. drinking sour milk or something like that, so that's, I. I mean, I I would hope that people wouldn't abuse this, but I would worry that it could get
1: yeah, on of team. It's, it's, it's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. Yeah.
0: Um, I realized I didn't do my awesome thing of the week, technically. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's above this. It's above this. Yeah, I, I kind of skipped a, skipped over it. Um, so I finally, finally got around and started poking around with the Adobe programs on the iPad, right? Um, and one of them I got to poke, I, I love that there's like these little extension-y ones, like, like not, not the way that like, and I haven't found these other ones because I, I, I thought I remember there being like swatches and and, and there's a
2: palette one where yeah, there's come, like, like palettes and stuff colors. I haven't
0: I haven't come across those yet but there's ones there's like there's one for Premiere like one called Premiere Clip and it looks like a very simple iMovie ish <laughs> version of Premiere and the whole idea with any of these and I think there's one uh, I think there's one called Curve I think it was called um hold on. and I haven't gotten too much into them yet there's Revel and then there's Adobe Snapshot. Um, also, uh, on top of this, we actually have a story uh, in the rundown. Um, Lightroom has a version on the Android phone now. So, Ooh. yeah. Uh, so, But the one that I really dug was called Photoshop Mix. And, and the cool thing with any of these, if you use the, the, the Photoshop Premiere, uh, I'm sorry, the Adobe Premiere <laughs> clip, the heck uh or, or this uh or anything like this uh and you're in creative cloud it, it's like what you expect out of office 365 or drive and i'm not used to something being to work cohesively in an adobe product after all these years i'm i'm not i'm like the route uh if, geez, what did i use to round trip you macromedia did this really well because you used to be able to round trip uh a photo of photo of something in uh what was it fireworks And, and back when we did image maps and images and slicing and tables, and you could pull it over in the Dreamweaver and, and it worked really well, uh, as well as that, those methods did at the time. Um, but again, Photoshop mix is the one that, that really kind of caught my eye that I got to dive into. First of all, uh, here's the page there for you guys on video. Um, it's in the app store again for iPad is actually, it it does, it is uh, compatible with the iPhone, but it's one of those, you need that screen real estate, right? um so it, it does some pretty simple things so I, I imagine if i had a picture and i can pull in again all my pictures uh in my icloud uh, as well as in my creative cloud so if i was something i was working on in photoshop or i have a photo collection up on creative cloud i can bring it in so it's really nice that it doesn't really matter what you keep it in um, at least in those options um so uh, combining photos enhancing sharing etc um the cool thing that caught my eye uh one thing that I always used to do with um a lot of graphics was like cutting people out right especially like pictures of wrestlers and their roster pictures right when i used to do the website for a wrestling uh company and and and, and you know you take for me it's it's the pen tool and you go and you cut around the guy and everything like that and and and, and and this is one that I did, You know, I'll, I'll throw up the video here. So I took my picture, and this is just a random picture, uh, random selfie. I, I like to send my wife selfies to remember what I look like at work. Um, you know, low light, everything like that. And the picture behind is actually Ghirardelli's when we were out in San Francisco uh, a few weeks ago. So you can actually go in, and their method – let's see if I can separate these here real quick. You can see uh, – let's see if more edits – I can't get into it too big, um, but it's a really like I cut that picture out pretty much just with my finger here on the iPad, and it looks pretty clean. And I'll actually share this out on Twitter so you guys can see it um, a little more clearly as well. Maybe put in the, the put in the uh, description as well. But uh, it's it's really nice. It, it's uh we can, we can throw a, you know you can throw your Instagram looks. It's like it's like Instagram on steroids basically. Um, it works really well. I, I actually, you can actually see I can move my, myself around on there and position it uh, wherever I want to. Uh, really powerful. It actually recommended that I don't use an iPad 3. Like, you know, for some of these, um, features. So, I, but I didn't see, at least for this function, didn't seem to slow down too much. It seemed to work. I'm sure if I, if I add a lot of adjustments and crops and, and, and edits on top of that, it'll, it'll start having to process a bit more and I'll probably run into some trouble. Um, but generally, uh, uh definitely go check it out. Uh, I don't know if you can use it. If you don't have a creative cloud account, I honestly don't know. Um, but if you, if you do have that kind of stuff, um, it, you're definitely going to get more out of it. Um, because well, it keeps it
2: keeps it in like a Photoshop format and all your layers are there right. and everything's everything's intact, right? Like you're talking about the round trip,
0: right? And you know what? That's something else. That's something else that I actually have not looked at because I haven't I haven't actually opened it up like on a computer because that should be saved in my cloud. Yes. So it should sync to any other. So I could be taking pictures with my phone, doing these little edits, maybe going ahead and maybe tweeting them, Instagramming them, whatever I want to do. <coughs> um. Wants an update to my creative cloud uh and then if i need to do something that's like well let's take these pictures and do something more high end all those edits my cutouts are already there perhaps you know i think that's that's a really cool set and that's that's adobe like really finally kind of delivering on on those kinds of promises too so um really cool to see them like between this and and, and alex uh alex Carr's ca- talking about the the photoshop streaming uh adobe's a progressive company you know <laughs> after all these years and they're catching up and 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 uh i think they got a really cool cloud product going on right now so all right on that note want to give a shout out to our sponsor oh wait wait right here hey hold on, hold on. oh yeah right there making uncle crappy jealous right there oh, look uh at those pepperonis some them pepperonis I, mm. I am so freaking hungry Oh. Oh, oh, drink your man. beer, man. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. You know. Slice on Broadway. Over dot SliceOnBroadway.com. They're supporting Pittsburgh podcasting and Silvertron Media and awesome things with some awesome pizza
1: for a guest. It is It, it, is, it is. It is. awesome pizza. Oh,
0: man. Yes, yes. So you've been there for our Pizza Pal mm. throwdowns mm-hmm. where we'll go and... And order have like maybe eight of us, and we'll order like several of their gourmet pies, and it's just so yes. good. Um, they're sliceonbroadway dot You can check them out. Uh, they're on Instagram. They're social media inclined, of course. Um, uh, but uh, have, have you been to
1: the one in Carnegie?
0: I've been have to the. I have been to the one in Carnegie actually.
1: Oh, see, there's a, there's a whole thing there, and this this works into the beer thing mm-hmm. with a friend of mine who used to work at Penn. Uh, has opened a, a, a uh, last year opened a meter in Carnegie, and then there's Slice on Broadway in Carnegie, and, I, and these two these two things have to come together at some point. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So there's, soon, soon, There's actually soon. a
0: charcuterie uh, up the hill from me here. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't hmm. know when their hours are. They had lunch then. They didn't have lunch oh, is anymore.
1: That, is that a, a, a crested? Yeah. Duck?
0: Crested Duck. They they yeah. operate out here. I know. I know a lot of their big business comes out of um, the public market, the Pittsburgh public market yeah. out there in the Strip. That's,
1: that's how I do them. Mm-hmm. uh
0: But yeah, this is their base, right? Right up the hill from me, up by the light. So, uh, but check them out. They're here in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, of course, Carnegie, PA, down on Main Street, and here on the tracks in Beachview. So if you're taking that T on the Red Line, you can jump out. Uh, uh, I don't know what stop that is, and go check it out. Um, but uh, something called the Beach Stop. <laughs> What's that? They just call it the should... pizza stop?
1: Yeah, that's what it should be called.
0: There's nothing else over there, so why not, right? What's that, John?
2: I think it might be the Broadway stop.
0: It might be. Actually, it might be. It might be. Yeah. Um, but no, go check them out, sliceonbroadway.com. Uh, abnormal obsession with pizza, and we can completely, completely relate to that with our abnormal obsession with podcasting. Uh, so go check them out, friends of the show. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, Chilla... Um, I don't want to feel like that. I just gave you a dud, but I'm actually really excited about this news. Um, Which? Google Glass experiments are done. Yeah. they're done. It's not an experiment. We're not we're not <laughs> guinea pigs anymore, Sheila. But, but, you're not getting any more updates. I'm sorry. But it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so okay. So basically, and I hate I hate a uh, really good conversation. I think I think Doug put this on uh google plus no no i'm sorry matt matt nero um um was talking about some google plus about the the horrible headline running about saying google glass is dead r.i.p you know all these overblown things i got the email i got the explorer window i forwarded it to you chilla yeah, do you have any sense that google glass is in trouble
2: no it's definitely not in trouble i mean no.
0: they, they, they put it under
2: the the guy that was running nest yeah I mean,
0: this is all good he, he, news This is all good
2: news, and I have a feeling that they're on the brink of whatever it is. Whatever they're doing next is right around
1: the corner. Mm -hmm. Can I can I I take a second to apologize on behalf of my profession because we 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 got that awfully awfully wrong. (laughs) And it's not everybody. I mean, it's not everybody. Uh, I mean, I got engaged last
2: week when they when they said Windows Windows Seven was dead. (laughs) because it fell out of mainstream support
0: i'm sorry i I, i'm still how many (laughs) xp machines am i running here um it's live and well and very useful to me um but no uh, they said the experiments are done there will be no more updates we are shuttering the explorer program your 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 class is completely usable you're just not getting any more updates that's it um like I said, and the it, experiment it. and the the uh, beta and the testing and getting your stories is pretty much done. Side note, and this was a note in a lot of the stories, but um, um, the, the I, was Google Glass for enterprise? Is the program still going strong? There's still people out there using it for surgery, you know. And I think those I think those are the more key places. What are we? What was I just complaining about that be, before we did our tech swap? It has not been updated. For years like as far hardware wise and mm-hmm. i'm talking about form factor wise right we did get a, a spec update right
2: well we got a you got an os update too because they took it to kitkat when kitkat right. came right.
0: out um and there's already news about um you know uh, intel is going to uh probably provide the chip for the next next iteration i'm hoping it'll well, be smaller i think
2: that's the i think that's the big thing right there. oh yeah i, I think the and, and what i think that's going to solve is the battery life issue mm-hmm so that, that's where I think it's right around the corner. They realized that the battery life wasn't what they wanted it to be. Um, and that's kind of like the next step in their evolution. It surprised me going to an Intel chip. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Intel at CES made a lot of announcements about, about advancements in mo- mobility and stuff like that. So I guess stay tuned. Um, the one thing that I hope they do is if if something were to break an app, like an Android update, I would hope they would at least fix the existing glass interface app.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but I guess we'll have to stay tuned on what goes on with that. Right. Especially because th- they announced that there were going to be no more updates, but they were still selling them up through, I think yesterday.
0: Right. Right.
2: Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that if it, If something breaks on it, not necessarily physical, like you dropped it in a pool or something, but if the app broke on Android, there would still be some kind of fix. And and if Android has showed us anything with its user population, I'm sure people will figure out ways of of patching or updating. or It'll get a life of its own through the underground.
0: Right. I mean, there's already, I don't know how many alternative os's that were running on this even the first few months of it being available uh even even limited quantities like i saw Ubuntu running on it not, not that you would do anything with it because you have no mouse but mm-hmm. you know it, but you saw the desktop and everything when you, when you pulled it on there um yeah there's plenty of other uses that can be completely outside the box for those um but no i think nothing but good good news um the feeling I'm hearing and I, and I kind of hope and agree with is hopefully we'll get a consumer announcement at uh, Google IO for instance. Uh, I can't imagine this being dark for too long because people are going to forget about it after all that buzz. Um, and, and they got, and there was a lot of people that did a lot of really cool things with this thing. Um, and you know, if you look at CES, how many copycats are out there? Not that any are really broadly on the market, but there's other people tackling this issue, right? Um, my hope is, uh, Eventually, I'm hoping the next, probably not the next iteration, but I hope a very soon iteration is going to be something that, like a Google Glass, that would just clip on my glasses that's what i'm hoping for like i, I know we're getting to that with the with the with the with the contact lenses being the you know if that's what we really want to get to right um but you don't even see it but for rest of us are already uh, glasses wearers and everything like that or, or you know you can be a designer thing if you're not a glasses wearer already not that weird band thing that we had going on i understand the reason it was what it was um but it needs to blend in you know mm-hmm. and honestly option without the camera i think would be okay Let's make a social. Yeah,
2: I guess yeah that, that would be okay for most people. I mean, that's the primary reason that I wanted it was yeah. for that camera. So
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, 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 Mike, do you have any other thoughts of this before we move on?
1: No, you are good. You're okay. good. I, I'm, so, I, I, I'm I I'm I did. It's an unfortunate thing that the, the folks who work in the business I do, which, uh, it, it, which journalism, of course. Uh, Mainstream journalism sort of missed the, the premise of this. Right. Um, you know, you, you, you hear that uh, support is being shut down. And it's like, oh, blasted, that's it. And it's failed after, what, two years? Um, and I'm, I, you know, when, when you read the five print, you you, come, you see that that's not actually the case. And I'm, I'm really curious to see uh, where this is going to go from here. Mm-hmm.
0: We got a lot of Google news. Uh, I think this is all kind of CES fallout kind of stuff uh project aura hands-on with google's uh, latest modular smartphone prototype we've talked about this before but we got a lot of pictures um from the verge this week um and it looks interesting again boxy as all hell uh but still very very intriguing and, and this is the idea that we take our phones and we can actually swap out parts in this picture is actually showing a version that all your pieces are actually photos including like there's a you know there's a picture of you with your wife or something right that's kind of cool um and it all kind of swaps out uh one thing that kind of popped up here that that intrigued me out of it was 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 um how they're kind of looking about approaching this modular system um according to the verge they explain how you'll actually get um your like segments off of your phone so you can pull a component off of your phone while it's running um and you, you specific, specific stuff like usb drives and then even includes hot swamping of a dying battery with a fresh one while your phone is still running according to the verge um they say that it can uh, currently maintain uh for about 30 seconds although they wasn't able to test it uh the eventual goal is give people one to two minutes to make the change that's
1: kind one of a, minutes, one minute's enough
0: yeah yeah so i got i I'd imagine the core phone it will have like a mini battery of some sort right Uh hopefully that's also modular so when it goes Mm bad it's easy um i think it's a cool idea Uh, for something different for people that want something different with their phone you know obviously this is not the most attractive piece of hardware out there it's boxy it's blocky they're trying their best to colorize it and customize it by the look of these pictures but uh you know the idea of that wow man the, the lte2 is out well, i go get the LTE 2 chip, and now you're good to go, right? Well, And
2: that's where I look at it, too. I mean, maybe you don't care about necessarily a bigger screen, but you want the faster processor. Right. Or let's look at it this way. I mean, I've run SD cards through the laundry by accident, mm-hmm. and they still function just fine. So let's say you drop your phone in water, and, oh, man, I ruined everything. Well maybe the memory with all your pictures on it can then be plugged in somewhere else. So you can just pull that piece off and plug it directly into a computer or pull that piece off and plug it into another phone. Um, The interesting thing that'll also be kind of cool is, let's say you want to update all of the hardware except for your file system. Now you can think about upgrading think about when you go get a new phone and you have to copy over all your contacts and you have to reset up this and reset up that. Now you're just taking everything you're taking the memory module and plugging it into your new phone and boom. You have all new hardware with that with, with everything intact and you just keep on moving on. Right. I, I think it gives it I think it gives you a lot of people a lot more room to upgrade to your point components like an lte chip or something like that
0: i think it's going to be a cool option and uh maybe a, a different kind of market option you know too so i mean the, it, for, for the it, tinkerers you know it's yeah. going to be great
2: it's it, but i don't think it's a u.s thing
0: no. originally initially no 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 it's like
2: puerto rico or something puerto
0: rico <laughs> they're technically america um, Google also um, is talking about investing a billion dollars in SpaceX and uh, a satellite internet plan. Um, and that's the note for the wrong story. There we go. Um, but yeah, apparently they're looking, they want to put, I think it was like 70 or 80 satellites uh, about uh, 750 miles up, and just there will be persistent internet everywhere. So we're going to reconnect the rest of the world that doesn't have internet. So I guess they're going to get every level of the stratosphere, like we'll, we'll have balloons and we'll have satellites, and you won't even yeah you'll won't be out of internet anywhere. Um, it feels like I'm going to get internet sitting on a plane that doesn't have Wi-Fi at this point. Uh,
2: hold on on a little bit longer Nebraska you'll be fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Um, but hey again this crazy futuristic moonshotty stuff uh, literally in this case I I think um, and they don't have to worry about landing a rocket on a boat so they'll be fine Uh, this
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is such a frustrating thing for me that, that, that we would have to we would have to resort to to, to balloons and satellites <laughs> to, 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 to catch up with with the rest of the planet. No, that makes sense, though, you right? Know? Wait, wait, wait. I, I, Are you... I, I know, I, I know. We're, we're much larger than, than, than almost everybody, and, 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 and it's expensive to, to, to get uh, you know like fiber to, to, to a lot of places. But come on you know it's, it's, we've we've been doing this for a long time can't can't we get high speed it, it, is it really that difficult well, well, are to, we, to get high speed high speed internet to to, to to everyone are we talking
0: about america or are we talking about like the australian outback like that's See, that's, that's what that's, i thought
2: it was everywhere that's my
0: thought is, is you connect those places and the third world countries and and the places that you can't string up with fiber yeah. everywhere right yeah. like i yeah. i think cuz i mean you're not going to they won't run cable to my dad's house because there's only like three people on the road. Right. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, can you imagine them running fiber to all those people? Right. Uh, yeah, I, just- I mean, I think that's the bigger thing. And
2: I wonder if this is, this is Google's chance to go after countries that censor them. Mm-hmm. Cause now you don't have someone blocking.
0: You're bathing on- China with unblocked internet mm-hmm. on top of everything that they can't do anything about because I don't, I'm, I'm sure we're not to that point, right? Where are we? Are we policing the skies at this point? You know, uh, satellites. I, don't, I don't think not yet.
1: we're not, no. close, but not yet.
0: No, uh, it's, it's this is one of those things that could get us to that point. They say, no, no, your your satellites don't fly over our country. They're big enough; they can kind of do that. Um, but still, that that's uh, it's it's really intriguing. It's really intriguing, and, and is. is this something that comes? I mean, this could be a 20-year down the line thing. Actually, honestly, it's probably not even a 20-year down the line thing. We already have satellites that do internet. Mm -hmm. You can get Mm -hmm. a dish and Mm -hmm. it kind of works. Don't FaceTime your dad on that thing.
1: (laughs) It's rough. Don't, 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 don't that
0: delay. And also you're, you're not going to be playing call of duty on that thing, the latency, because it's got to go all the way up and back. Right. But still he has access more (laughs) than he ever would (laughs) otherwise. And Mm -hmm. now, uh, get you know, and I don't know how they would deliver this. Do you need a special modem, special antenna? Uh, how does that work? Probably it's very similar to what happens now. They're just making kind of a giant mesh network of this instead of yeah. Just make sure you point it at the south sky, and you're good to go. Um And maybe it's something that's not line of sight. You never know. So interesting. Um, um Hey, AT and T. Uh, even though you know, uh, you know, a- Who's on AT&T here? But you're I am. You're you're on AT&T. I'm, everybody's on AT&T here. Do you really have problems with AT&T anymore? Like, are we past this?
2: I think in our market
0: for the most Is it part just we're past this. I don't know about other markets, but
2: I will say I don't have a problem with crowding per se. Right. I do have a lot of dead spots on my way to and from work. Okay. But interestingly enough, I will say that those dead spots are also experienced
1: by other
2: major carriers like Verizon.
0: Right. Right.
1: I would, I would say I I don't have a Verizon device any longer. I had one when I was working at my old job. Um, And and I thought AT&T's coverage overall and this is this is just a, this is a, a micro thing. This is right where I am, Beaver County, uh, you know, Allegheny County. Overall, AT&T did a better job. Mm-hmm. Well, so, for uh, what that's worth.
0: Well, apparently, there there I, I found this article. I think this was a CES thing as well, um, uh, uh, over on Engadget about how uh, AT&T is going to deliver TV and more over the crowded LTE network. Now. Yeah, and they're showing here showing some 18 LTE broadcast of ESPN with hey ohio state there mike against oregon how about that so they say that they are going to allocate a portion of its spectrum resources to deliver specific content to users without any compromises, like crappy video quality or anything. And it can do that by uh, sending the same stream of content to multiple devices all at once, rather than on a one-to-one basis. So it's broadcast. It's pushing a stream, much like your, broad- your cable or your uh, broadcast antenna. That stream is going out all the time, regardless. You just tune into it, right? Um, what do you what do you guys think about this a, a, as an option? I guess Chile?
2: We've we've seen this before, and I'm trying to remember who the carrier was that did this. It
0: may have been AT and T. Well, wasn't there like a, a startup company that was using some kind of spectrum like this to do their own TV service? I well, and here I remember uh, probably
2: seven years ago when Heroes was new to TV, and I was stuck working every night at work. Um, somebody had an AT&T feature phone and the feature phone, you could actually watch a subset
1: I remember of, those.
2: of local channels. Moby TV. Uh, it I was, a, it was an app on the feature phone. I don't, I don't remember, but right, I, right. and I'm pretty sure it was AT&T that did this before, but it, and it, to your point, it was the same type of thing where it was broadcast always on. It wasn't like a DVR. There was no on demand. Mm. Um, and it worked, it, and it worked well. Um, even where in the building, I'm in the, the steel building downtown, there's poor reception and it's it's not due, well, it's due to the, the way the building was made and the fact that a lot of the floors are above the antennas. Mm-hmm. And when you think about an antenna and cell service, the antenna broadcasts down. So to get a lot of reception in that building, the, the it actually has to, the signal bounces down off the ground and back up. Um, but anyway, but but even in our building, the video I would watch Heroes every I think it was Monday night, at, with with zero issue. Yeah, was it was it just
0: the um, uh, broadcast channels?
2: Yeah. yeah, it was primarily broadcast channels and a hand full of other channels that they must have had agreements with. Hmm. Interesting. Like, there was no, I don't think we got USA or TBS or anything. It does like feel that, like, doesn't
0: it feel like, 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 hey, these guys are always, you I know, mean, we talked about Verizon before, and there's actually a story in here, I don't know if we'll get to, about Verizon wanting put devices in the car that run on their network, right? Um, that like an OnStar kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They want to tackle more than just their phone market and, and TV, you know, you're saying a feature phone did this. And, and I remember those TV options on those phones and flip phones and stuff like that. Uh, uh, they, yeah they, they're going to keep poking at that market with these new these new things i don't know if this is going to catch on verizon seems to have a pretty good foothold of the nfl on a verizon phone but um maybe that's I something think, maybe that's something I, they're trying to try to get into a similar deal here uh maybe for college football you know um but uh, yeah, they just want it's just another reason for you to hopefully lock you into to their provider or bring you over
2: I could see this definitely catching on with the younger generations, the YouTube generations, where that's true. they they just want to. They're not going back to a TV. No. Uh, they're they're hitting YouTube. They're hitting any kind of content they can find online. Um, to me, this is this is a way to chip away at that at that population and get them into some type of TV um, that's more real time and less streamed or Netflixed or hulu or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I could definitely see this hey, for, you- for, for a kid or for a business person on the go. I do not see why they would not use this service.
1: It's interesting that, that you bring up uh, the, the thing about, uh, about sports because, and we, we have this on our list here someplace. Um, uh, NBC uh, saying it's going to uh, open openly stream the Super Bowl, including the, the halftime show, which I'm, I'm not sure that's a big deal or not. Um, Katy Perry, man. Versus, versus Verizon, which which has the rights. To, a, NBC can can stream it on on any devices except except for these because Verizon has the rights to stream on these exclusively hmm. um, and it, it's 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 kind of an interesting uh battle with you know with, that we will see in a couple weeks um uh and and, and I'm, I'm i'm always curious We i've talked to you talked to you about this on the show before about uh being a potential cord cutter if not for sports coverage um and so i'm i'm sort of encouraged about how that how that part of the, of the super bowl is going to work um you know, I, I can watch them on NBC. I can watch if I had a Verizon device. I could watch on, on a little training screen like this if I wanted to. Um, but just in the in this in this context, it's 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 kind of an interesting real life example that we're going to see in a couple of weeks.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, and then I, I wanted to touch on here real quick also um, Facebook at work.
2: I think, and and I don't know what your guys' thoughts of this are. Um, I think this is huge. Mm-hmm. I think there's a market for this. Um, there's been companies trying to solve this problem um, as the workforce gets more geographically diverse, and as um, employees continue to move from company to company, the the one thing I notice is it's extremely hard to find someone with subject matter expertise, when you don't know what group to go talk to or where to look, Um, especially for managers that are new to a company as they come in and don't know everyone. I don't see this being the Facebook, how we think about Facebook, where, you know, I friend my family or I friend my friends. I think this is the new way that it's, it's the LinkedIn at work kind of thing, mm-hmm. but private to that company. Um, and it will foster collaboration across the enterprise. Uh, I could see that the whole group mentality, I could see they need to have a little more in the profile area. Um, but when you look at your likes type area, or movies you like, TV shows, whatever, I'm replacing that with I know X, Y, and Z. Um, Maybe I know SQL and VB and Perl or something like that. When you, it's also going to help you cultivate your employees. That where you hire someone based on you're looking for a SQL developer, and you didn't even touch on the fact that that they know three other coding languages or. You look for someone in Oracle, and you're putting in a bunch of SQL, Microsoft SQL stuff. I think this this is huge, especially because the most important or the hardest thing to do is train someone how to use something. Um, everybody kind of knows Facebook.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a it's a household name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. We my my employer uses uh, Google based stuff. And it's sort of the same thing, you know, it, it, it's sort of ubiquitous so everyone understands how that how, how it works. Right. Um, but uh, I, I'd be curious, I, I will be curious to see what this looks like. Um, and I think it has potential to, to gain a lot of traction because, you know, 18 billion people use Facebook and, and, and you know, everyone understands how the platform works and, and what it looks like. Right,
0: right. Right. Um, it's better than a SharePoint or something like that, um, and uh, and it's bigger companies, right? I mean, this isn't like th- this is like the bigger indisclosed companies that you guys work for, right? Like I can't see this being a startup thing, um, like that maybe. A- yeah, I,
2: I don't see that. I don't see it so much as being a startup thing. I, I would I would envision Google's products are, are better served so, for that
0: so type of thing. This, in, so um, this, this is, like, this to is like to encourage that, that, that inter office sharing, blogging kind of idea yeah, and information sharing, right? so. information sharing, right? So
2: information sharing how, but it's the, one of the things you look at when you think about, and then, and Mike, I'd be, or Uncle crappy. I'd be definitely be interested <laughs> in your, your, what you experience at your job. But so you, you, You know who you want to contact Mm -hmm. and you look at your corporate directory Mm -hmm. and you have a name and a phone number, potentially a mail stop and maybe an email address. Um, But when you don't know who you need to contact and you're trying to find someone that knows something on a specific topic, that's where I see this in in that type of work.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I can see that. I I think – the company that I refer actually uh, uh, implemented the system that we have. Uh, they were smart about it. Um, it. It is easy, even if, if it's not people that that I, I I know immediately. It's easy to decipher addresses. It's easy, easy to reach people, mm-hmm. um, and they've they had been and they have been insistent on, on sort of um, uh, making people. Uh, enter some information about you know who they are and what they and what they do so i so it's, it's not hard to find the, the people i need to um the the, the platform and, and this but but this will be the same thing i mean because people are, are familiar with it and they're, they're probably more people familiar with with the uh facebook kind of style platform than they are with google stuff um this is this is going to be just because because it is so ubiquitous, this is going to be a a, 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 a really intuitive thing for people to adopt, um, and 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 uh, I I think it's mm-hmm. I, I think it could be a big deal.
0: Nice nice. Well, on that note, hey uh, Sheila, something big's happening tomorrow, right? Microsoft has a
2: huge announcement that everyone's speculating. Yeah. So I'm not going to add the to the speculation.
1: Oh come on.
2: But Microsoft has an all day, well for the public, it's streaming starting at noon Eastern Standard 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to guess that's going to go probably three hours, three, four hours um, but they've invited a slew of reporters and bloggers and tech people um, to this event, and they've been told to pretty much block off I think like the 9 a.m to 5 pm. Oof. Um, block. So uh, I'm sure post the live stream um, there will be a lot more information coming out of the Seattle or Redmond areas. So stay tuned. Um, I don't think we're going to hear anything as far as enterprise. I don't think we're going to hear much in the enterprise and I don't think we're going to hear about any um, flagship phones. But I think we're going to hear a lot about Windows 10 um, and maybe some Xbox stuff. I don't know. But like I said, I don't want to speculate too much, but I, I think it's going to be primarily consumer driven.
0: Right, right. I, I know I know the last announcement they had, um, the, the people covering it were, were kind of surprised how little enterprise that, that was discussed, if any. Mm-hmm. So um, it will be interesting. Lots of stuff going on. Hey, around the network. Um, the Good Morning cast, uh, which, by the way, in this last week, we had some good talks. About, I had. I've been talking to myself. No, actually, it's not just that, because I, I, I was actually uh, – uh, people have been uh, – Hit me back on Twitter and uh, about some of the topics we've been talking about. Uh, Google Glass Explorer program ending, I, I went on about that. Uh, WWE Immortals I reviewed last week. Uh, talked about some green screen video action uh, that we've been doing around here. Uh, but today I actually converted the show, since I'm recording down here anyways, um, to a video show. So much like the format that we kind of do here for Awesome Cast and all the other podcasts here on Tuesday nights, um we're just putting out the video version i'm printing it up actually combing my hair before i come down here and um and there you go so go check that out it's got a new youtube channel i'm still flushing it out a little bit but you can get that at sorgatron.com also, some really cool things going on. Oh, wait, hey, the other thing going on is there's a little video. You know how we talk about yik yak around here? Uh, but there's a little video that we made called What If Speed Dating Was Like Yik Yak? Uh, you can check that out as well at sort of Um I've been getting some pretty decent feedback on it. Uh, again, all shot right here in the studio in a green screen right over there. Uh, And we're hoping to do some more fun stuff like this, little kind of spot videos like this uh, with uh, Will, uh, DJ Launchbox from Wrestling Mayhem Show, and PanelRiot.com. And, of course, Dutters on that as well. Dutters. Around town, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Startup Weekend Education Pittsburgh Informal Session happening at Alpha Lab Gear, January 27th. You can find the information for that over on Meetup.com and uh i saw a tweet yesterday that there was only four seats left but big fans of tech shop i actually got to see it when we went for the verizon event um they're having a bluetooth android arduino based app driven hardware session uh class over there so uh again go find information on that at techshop.ws and look up their classes as well um and this is actually happening like probably right now uh, but i had to mention this because I, I saw the title of this and it looks really intriguing the darpa robotics challenge and baymax in disney's big hero six this has happened i believe at carnegie Mellon. yep um they are having a meetup talking about robotics and uh and uh somehow big hero six is again looped in there i thought that was a really cool thing that's happening here in town uh so so there you go could could we get a baymax robot are we gonna have the big huggable robot um but, uh, but no, it's some fuzz. And that's also, it's, uh, the, that's the ACM Pittsburgh meetup group. I'm sure they'll have some other cool stuff coming up too. Uh, so they had 65 people tagged to go to that thing tonight. So they're, they're doing pretty good. Um, so, uh, if you, if there's anything happening around town, uh, in Pittsburgh or, or otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, that you guys want to get out there again, we're fairly Pittsburgh based here. I want to show, Hey, there's cool stuff happening in a little town like this. Uh, especially here in Pittsburgh um uh, let us know and we'll, we'll share that around so um so with that uh just a reminder hey we're here every tuesday if you want to join us live in the chat room like our fine folks like alex cars out in california wheels um uh no that's me that's my name that's my name uh, just a few other people, Chachi, Buddy Landell <laughs> popping in there, uh, Juggalo John, uh, all hanging out and uh, talking tech with us on there and, give it, and, uh, and sometimes asking questions about why their phone doesn't work. Uh, we're going to have to get the Google guy on here. Uh, uh, but you can join us here at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live at SorgatronMedia.com. Tweet us at AwesomeCast. Find AwesomeCast on Facebook, Google+, and, of course, email your thoughts and stories to AwesomeCast at Subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker. Hi, Heart Radio and Stitcher. And of course, as always, a big thank you to Mike Allen at Mike Allen PR on the Twitters for uh, doing the show notes and the uh, tweets all night. Chilla, uh, he's at Chilla on the Twitters. John Chilla everywhere else. Yes. And there's two of me, so look oh, for no. the younger ones. Oh. If, you, if
2: you Google my name, <laughs> there's actually another John Chilla. I
0: have, a, I have a similar issue. Um, <laughs> I do not play the piano, and I'm also not a German IT person. So uh mike pound i don't know how many mike pounds there are but
1: this one's at uncle crappy on the twitters there are not many and um i i, I tell you what uh, uh, take a look at a uh, mike pound pg uh, that that uh, may or may not have hints as to where i work uh the beer show that i was doing uh at my at previous employer will be starting up again soon no. at, at my at my current employer so so watch for that
0: Mike Pound PG, go check it. That was fun. I, I, I loved I loved your video part. There's of course, uh, the proprietor of Jesus. Newsbreak over there, that's not coming yes. back, is it? Uh, no, 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 no Newsbreak. <laughs> Actually, yeah, uh, uh, the some place that you may work at has been doing a lot of video over there. I saw a, a friend of yes. Yin's team uh, yes. do, uh, doing some videos.
1: Yes. Uh, so uh, yes.
0: cool to see them kind of ramping up that media thing over there.
1: Absolutely, so, absolutely, they're doing good stuff.
0: Awesome, awesome. Keep an eye on that. Just look up Pittsburgh newspapers and the green one. The green one. And the green and one. you'll figure it out. Uh, so with that, I'm Mike Slurk at Sorgatron on the Twitter at SorgatronMedia.com and everywhere else. Uh, and uh, thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.